2: I got the same deal, man. Welcome to the family with...
3: Alex Brampernard-Rasmussen, co-host
2: Catherine Brandt, Andy Brampernard, and Mike Bryant. Our very special guest, Karen Knotts, up next with the family. Want to do a spot? Sure. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant...
4: There were, over the weekend, at least six deaths on the roads in Minnesota. Um, Primarily, they're tied to speed. Some are tied to uh, whether or not somebody was drinking or not, but primarily it's speed. And what happens in this time of year, especially when temperatures are going up and down, is suddenly you get ice patches where you didn't know they were. And so when you have that change in temperature, a good day to colder at night, it's just dangerous out there. And the key is, is people need to slow down, give themselves time, and make sure everybody gets her home safe.
2: Michael Bryant. Brad John
4: Bryant. Walter.com.
2: I knew you'd throw it in. <laughs> Tommy Thank you very much. And we are back with stretches picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick?
1: I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning.
2: What? It's not a football team.
1: Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing,
2: Tom. What's that?
1: Visit SaberHeating.com.
2: This Thursday, the return of Mike Gelfand. I'll be working with him for the first time in years because he won't get up before noon. But, you know, other than that. He's got that that
5: Minnesota work ethic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's nice. But, yeah, getting Gelfand back is wonderful. We already got Bob back on the show. Oh, Bob's back on? On the morning show. Well, he does Friday. Uh, Fridays into the he NFL talks games.
4: about the Vikings, your yes. former team that you've now left and I've
3: completely left in the dust. No, thank you.
2: Abandoned them.
4: They I looked great this weekend. Abandoned them. They, they, they? really did look good. <coughs> they did. Did and they cousins win? Look, yeah, they did. They won.
3: What? Yeah,
4: they, they blew beat, out. Seattle. They beat Seattle. They, they actually beat Seattle pretty handily. They did. Wow, wow. I didn't Otherwise even
5: you. look at the score.
2: <coughs> wow. I
4: don't know
5: Indeed. what I was doing this weekend.
2: I'm about to set a new career record for myself. A career record. It's a career record for me right now, ladies and gentlemen. After talking to Karen Knotts, I've talked to two generations of the Knotts family, so I'm very happy about that. Karen, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm
2: doing great. I'm glad to hear that. Now, see, you're the, you're the second Knotts that I've talked Although I, I grew up with a family with Knotts, but their name was K-N-O-T-Z. So, you know... That's close. Okay. <laughs> close, but no cigar. Yeah, that's
1: different.
2: <laughs> Tied up in knots, my dad and me. Karen Knotts tells the full story of her father, Don Knotts. Much has been written about Don Knotts' career, especially about his iconic role as Barney Fife on the Andy Griffith Show, but personal views into the man himself are few and far between. Karen, it's so great of you to call because I, several members of my family, my lovely wife Catherine brought it up, the kids brought it up, my friends brought it up. Because I was not on the KQ Morning Show the day that you were there. I missed that day, which made me a little upset because I really was looking forward to talking to you. So now I get my chance to talk to you. And
1: uh Yeah, no, here's your chance, and
2: mm-hmm. it's my chance too. <laughs> here's our chance. Your your father probably didn't have a bigger fan than me because he just he played that role. No one could have played that role the way your father did. There's no question about it.
1: Yeah, it's a
2: character he created, you know. Indeed. Also, my wife did point out Don's difficult childhood in an abusive home, his escape into comedic performance, becoming a household name, his growth as a feature film actor, his failing health, and his family life throughout, leading to touching and hilarious moments that will make the reader laugh and cry. Uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Catherine, you're the one that brought it up to me that, that Don and I had kind of a similar upbringing.
5: Yes, it did. I, I read a little bit of the bio.
2: So basically, Karen, uh, when I was a kid, they basically like to point out my dad was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. What do you think of that?
5: Well, I don't think that's a very polite way of
2: putting it. Well, that's, I'm just telling you what they said to me. That's just how it was, right? <laughs> Karen, how was that for you? I I, I, I kind of know how it feels, but I want to hear your take on the whole thing.
1: Well, I'm um my dad was he was a wonderful dad, and he did talk about his childhood sometimes, but he kind of focused more on the funny stories because he had yeah. an older brother whose nickname was Shadow, and Shadow was his inspiration for comedy. Shadow was really funny, They also kind of a little bit bitter because he didn't have a chance to have an, a college education, even though they lived Practically in the backyard of West Virginia University, their mother ran a boarding house because they were terribly poor. It was during the Great Depression, and um, their father was, you know, technically mentally ill, and he was he was a terrifying figure in the house that they lived in. Mm-hmm. And then his older brothers uh, had to struggle; they had to drop out of school to help out, you know, and all this So it was all these struggles. But my dad was naturally funny and just. But he didn't know how to control his humor he was like he would he would whenever he was scared which was a lot of the time people would laugh right you know? mm. and so, yeah he was frightened and so that was kind of the i think the beginning of barney fife just just being that you know that frightened excitable guy uh making people laugh and that kind of put it in his mind oh i can make people laugh by being you know frightened or being excitable so that's how it started, I
5: think. Um, it seems like a lot of professional um, people with the kind of background that your father had, it really exhausts them to bring yeah. that in, into their roles. When he was at home, was he, was he exhausted or was he the same guy?
1: Well, during those years, uh, he was on the show for five years. His whole focus was on the show because it was so all-encompassing, and he, they worked 12 hours a day often. Wow. And so, you know, but, but he even though he wasn't there a lot, he was there for us all the time. You know, we never felt abandoned. We never felt alone. In fact, I queed my father on his lines, because, you know, he had a lot of lines all the time. But it's interesting. I'm glad you asked that question. That's a question I don't get very often, but yes, it was exhausting uh, to, to, to do that. And they actually, they worked on... Really, two shows a week, if you can believe that, because they did so many more shows per season than they do today.
4: How many, se- so how many shows before, were they
1: doing a they season? Got to the end that, they were already doing a read-through for the next week's show during that same week. Oh, so he was always working on lines during the weekend, you know.
4: How many shows were they doing a season?
1: <coughs> I, let's see. I I'm not sure. I can't tell you without looking at the book, but it was a lot. I have it in the book. Okay. But it
2: was quite a bit more than do nowadays. So, Karen, it was not, you know, looking at at the book, uh, your father and and I kind of went through the same situation with our fathers, but also the gift that your father gave me, my best friend, matter of fact, our son Andy, who is with us today, and our daughter Alex. Andy was named after my best friend as a kid. And I cannot tell you how many times he begged me to stop coming up to him going, Andy, 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 (laughs) because I did it all the time.
1: Oh, yeah, I can see that happening.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Andy, Andy, Andy. How how much of that character, Barney Fife, really was your father? Well,
1: um, not very much um uh, not 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 really very much at all except for it was inside of him like i said you yeah. know as a child he was that character um growing up but as a man not very much at all because he was a very sophisticated guy and he was quiet he was reserved and shy very shy and that's what i have in the book you know that um people when they, they would see us in the restaurant sometimes and they would see and I would even, I would always look and notice who, who saw my dad in the restaurant, right? Right. And you could always tell when somebody spotted him, and you could see them leaning in to have a little conference, like, should we or shouldn't we go over, you know? <laughs> and then they would very timidly start walking over, and they, they would expect this Barney Fife-like guy to jump out of his chair, and, you know, and stuff. And then they would say, excuse me, Mr. Knotts," And my dad would just turn around very sweet smile, you know, and look right at them and they would be just shocked, you know, that mm. it wasn't Barney Pipe sitting there, you know. Um, but he was he was just this very timid person, you know. But he at the same time confident as at the same time, you know, because he, he was sort of this had this sort of like duality about him where he was worldly and he was famous. But inside, he was shy and timid. It was really interesting to see all these different sides of my father. What
4: well, What was his normal situation concerning guns? Because a lot of comedy he did with guns. Yeah, you know his movies and even yeah. his Barney yeah, Fife. He did true. a lot of things yeah. with guns. How did he feel normally about guns?
1: Well, I'll tell you a line <laughs> that I have in my show, which which was true. Um, he would, you know, be often at these autograph shows. People would always want to give him a bullet, right? Oh yeah, and one so, bullet. Yeah, one
4: bullet. <clears throat> yep.
1: Want everybody to give him a bullet. And one time I was visiting him, and I, I uh, he said, I said, Dad, would you please sign an autograph picture for my friend uh, downstairs? The guy at the desk wanted a picture, and he said, Sure, honey. We uh, um, let me just get a, a pen out. So he went to pull out the dra- drawer and the drawer was stuck, right? Mm-hmm. And he just kind of, finally, he yanked on that drawer, and all the, these bullets came flying <laughs> out. And I said, Dad, what's all this? And he, said, he explained that the people in the autograph line the night before had all given him a bullet. Jeez. He said, what am I going to do with all these bullets? I don't <laughs> even have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he never owned a gun, but it was funny because he and Andy were best friends at... You know, And Andy was a hunter. Andy liked to shoot. But my dad didn't. So they were very different in that way. Hmm. He never owned a gun. Hmm. Never had any interest in
2: it. Yeah, it's so interesting. I'm, and I'm glad you brought that up because I had heard in the past that that Andy Griffith could be kind of hard to work with, but your father never did have a problem <clears throat> with him, from what I understand. No,
1: not at all. It was just, just the opposite. I mean, Andy... Andy was the most perfect straight man that ever lived right because he, he knew how to get the best responses out of Barney and and, and for the other characters too and you know a- Andy was this really fascinating man to me whenever I would see him on the set he was he was so complex and I had a little part on, on in return to Mayberry, and hmm. I'd had a scene with Andy Griffith and I was so nervous and excited because to me Andy was just I was over the moon about Andy Griffith, you know. <laughs> and I wanted to get it perfect. And so I was playing a secretary to Opie, who is now a grown up right. guy, you sure. know, and May returned to right? And um, he's the an editor of the newspaper. So I had this line and, and Andy was saw that I was nervous, you know, and I wasn't doing it very well. And so he suggested that I eat a cookie during the scene. And so, like a secretary, you know, somehow secretaries are always eating. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to hide. (laughs) So so I was eating a cookie while I was talking to him, and all of a sudden, my character just came right out. It was just, like, natural all of a sudden. Oh, you're Mr. Taylor's Mr. Taylor. (laughs) I mean, his father. (laughs) You know, and it was like this character just burst right out of me just based on that suggestion from him.
2: Well, he's a hell of an actor, no doubt.
1: He was doing that for the other people, I'm sure, on the set, you know, giving them suggestions like that. How did
2: uh, how did your father handle it? I mean, obviously, he was very happy about it. But once he did leave the Andy Griffith show, uh, and then so how many movies did he make? Every one of his movies, I just I had a ball watching those <clears throat> movies.
1: Oh yeah, I know they were, and you know, well, okay, let me first answer your question that. Well, leaving the Andy Griffith Show was, to him, a natural thing, because they had signed a five-year contract. Right. Andy kept saying he was never going to, you know, go any further. He changed his mind, but in the meantime, uh, my dad got an offer for this five-picture deal from Lou Wasserman at Universal. Oh. And um, he was going to get to be the creative, you know, have creative control. Mm. He didn't make very much money. I think they shortchanged changed him on the money part, but... He got to be in control, and that was something that was very important to him. Um, so he, he was all of a sudden, now he was the boss, whereas before, he was a second banana, which he loved, too. But this was a whole different thing for him, and he loved it. And so that was at a time, a very interesting time in the, in the film industry, where all of these family-friendly films were the thing. I mean, all the kids went to see these movies oh, yeah. and they made, you know, movies with, with um, Disney pictures and all these things, and I remember seeing them too, and so they, that, these pictures fit right in with that, but as soon as he got to the end of that five-year picture deal, suddenly that went out of style. All these families, they weren't making the family pictures anymore, so it was right on the edge of that, and then all of a sudden the industry started to change, and it got, you know, kind of more adult in nature and stuff. So, so all of that changed, right? He got right in on the end of that.
2: But then he went back to television and had another starring role in a huge sitcom, right?
1: Well, before even that happened, well, the, the, um, the, the variety shows came to be
2: right.
6: right, oh, yeah.
1: So, um, so what filled in the gap with the families was the variety shows. Because at that time, the families, they only had one TV, right? Right. Uh, every, every family had one TV because they couldn't afford two TVs at that point yet, usually. So they had to come up with entertainment that was good for the whole family. So you had mom and dad, you had teenagers, and you had little kids. So the variety show format covered all those ages, right? So they had, uh, they had a host, and you had guest stars, and the guest stars were usually movie stars from the previous era. So you had all of these movie stars who had been famous now they were becoming famous all over again. And then you had um, sketches, okay, and the sketches were fun for the kids. So the sketches were almost vaudevillian in nature and they borrowed from the vaudeville days. Mm. All this all this material from the vaudeville. So um, so Dad and was 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 being asked to do and he did tons of these variety shows. There was like Donnie and Marie uh, oh, my gosh, I can't even think of all of them right now. But, mm-hmm. of course, the pinnacle to all that and pretty much the most successful one everyone agrees to it is the Carol Burnett show, which actually came at the end of all of that. And she she brought in a whole new life to the variety show. But um, so that's how, those variety shows kept my dad working in between uh, the movies and then finally when he got on Three Company. You
2: know, it's amazing, Karen, you just mentioned... A favorite of my wife's because uh, she was on this very show we're on now. We had Carol Burnett on. Uh, and, well, Catherine, you take over. It's a great story.
5: Oh, well, I grew up watching that show with my family. Like you said, everybody sat around the television because, well, first of all, televisions were huge. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're huge TV, <laughs> <You> remember? <laughs> <The cabinet's laughs> a console during, took up half yeah, the wall in the living out, room. And... Yep. It had a hi-fi in it. Yeah. To remember sure. hi-fi? Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> well, it was a centerpiece rather than an appliance. Oh, it totally it, was. weighed a little bit. Yeah. Oh
2: god, yes. Yeah,
5: and if you were, yeah, if you were lucky, you had one that had all the. All the cool cabinetry and stuff, mm-hmm. but and, and the pictures That's were just right. they, and yeah, the pictures think, were just terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they really were bad. <laughs> the color was horrendous. But I, I, mean, I just I remember that that was you know it was uh, wonderful world of Disney Carol yeah, Burnett yeah. show. Yeah. I came home from school and watched Mayberry R.F.D. on I think it mm-hmm. was yeah the after school mm-hmm. shows along Gilligan's Island and all that stuff. Sure. but um, the Carol Burnett show was one of my dad's favorites. He used to just laugh so hard at that. And when we got to have her on this show, I, I asked her oh, if she yeah. would say happy birthday to him.
2: Which is his birthday is next week, uh, too. Yeah, yeah next so week. I
5: played it for his, I think it was his 90th birthday, it was maybe? P-
2: Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah just, he's going to
5: be 95 in a couple of, mm-hmm. in, in a week or yep. so, and uh, I played for him, and he's like, "Well, how did you get that accomplished?" <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, I talked to him today. I,
5: I don't know if you know what we're doing here, but we <laughs> no, talked I don't to people.
2: Think so. <laughs> it
5: was it was very funny. Did and then, he keep that? Uh, Andy still has it, and Somewhere. I, I play it for. I, I played it for him. I don't know five or six times, and he just couldn't wrap his head around the fact that Carol Burnett knew who he was.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, was oh so God, it was so cute. It was adorable.
2: <laughs> but I, you know, Carol, I, I, at the very beginning, I talked about the fact that I interviewed your father many, many years ago. I've been in radio for 50 years now, as a matter of fact. So <laughs> it, I've been around a while. But your father could not have been more pleasant. He was very forthcoming. You yeah. didn't have any questions that he didn't want to answer. He, he, he was a terrific, well, much like you, Karen. He was a great interview.
1: Well, thank you. And that also says something for you, I must say, because my dad wasn't always a good person to interview because people would ask him the same questions over and over. Right. Or things like that. And he, he really, frankly, was burned out on all those questions. So sometimes he would just kind of give very short answers.
2: But, you know, I always <laughs> so want to say, know. you
1: must have have given a good
2: interview. Well, I got lucky because I, I am actually interested in, you know, like you, Karen Knotts, what you do every day, how you uh, you go about. It. I'm that stuff fascinates me. You grew up a lot different than I did. You grew up a lot different than your father did. So when you look back at your life, it must, in in general, even though your father did did have you know some struggles with his with your grandfather, uh, it was quite a way to grow up. I would imagine.
1: Well, you mean for me, growing it, up?
2: For you, yes.
1: Well, yeah, it was. it was. It was very different. And I grew up in Glendale, California, and it was funny, but I just was just like any other kid in school. I mean, everybody knew who my father was, and, and you know, and they knew he was famous, but nobody bothered me about it. And I felt like just any other kid in school, you know, and so I was very lucky because I think now it's different. But um, oh yeah, sometimes, though... He, Sometimes people would come and knock on the ring of the door and ask for an autograph, you know, which was really, really... I just thought that was weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But then uh, when I got into high school, um, you know, but as I got a little older, then, you know, then the David Griffith Show fame started following me around, which kind of um, Mm -hmm. was a problem for me because I, I didn't have the confidence to just be myself. And then when I got into high school, we moved to Beverly Hills. My dad got a house in Beverly Hills. Oh. All of a sudden, I was with all these kids that were, whose fathers were more famous than mine. And then I felt like, <laughs> like a nobody again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a great so story, Karen. Yeah.
1: Like a regular kid to being really super annoyed about people and talk about Barney Fife all the time, to then being really annoyed about people not knowing anything about my dad.
2: <laughs> yeah, I suppose or not, that's or being
1: like, being like not important at all with all these kids having more famous fathers than mine.
2: Karen, you know what's amazing about that is you look back, there was ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox wasn't even around yet. <clears throat> so that's what everybody right. watched. I mean, the Beatles appeared on Ed Sullivan in that same era and drew, I believe, 72 million viewers, wow. which is rather impressive. Right. Right. And you, yeah. you look at it now. We just, uh, I don't know if you know who Craig Gass is, a great comedian. He does great impressions. And he, I mean, just brilliant Craig. impressions. His name is Craig Gass. Yeah, he's very, very good. As a matter of fact, he grew up being. A, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I yeah, I, there's a possibility. He just he grew up. His mother, father, and sister are all deaf, so he learned to speak oh. in many different voices just by listening. Because they all oh. had had you know affected speech because of their the loss of hearing. They didn't they couldn't hear at all. Uh-huh. So he learned to right. imitate other people, and he's one of the most brilliant uh, people at that job on Earth. But what uh-huh. we discovered last—he was in town last week—and we discovered. He was doing—he just this brilliant Christopher Walken impression. But what's sad is peop- really? people under forty have no idea who Christopher Walken mm-hmm. even is. That's how widespread oh God, we are. Now. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> that is weird. I know.
1: That's very weird.
2: Karen, do you have ten more minutes? Because uh, we got we so got to take a quick break. Do you have ten more minutes? Well, that's up to Art. You
1: know, he's
2: yeah, What does Art have to say, Andy?
0: I don't know what he has to say. I haven't Art. heard anything. So I assume so. My okay,
2: mind. we'll take a break. We'll, we'll find out, Karen, and we'll, we'll, we'll follow the rule of the day, whatever it is. We'll be right back more with okay. Karen Knotts.
6: I'll just be here.
2: The book is called <laughs> Tied Up in Knotts, My Dad and Me. It's available right now. You can just go to Amazon.com, A-M-Z-N. To, uh, yeah, we'll take care of the whole thing. You can uh, you order the book. It's been out for about six days now. Right back, more with Karen Knotts.
4: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank,
6: we work with a lot of multi-generational family-owned businesses.
4: Listen up, drivers. Are you doing the same thing every day? Driving the same hours? Making the same money? Well, stop and listen. Priority Courier Experts has a wide range of driving opportunities available right now. So if you're a professional driver or determined to become one, we can show you the benefits of partnering with Priority. Hey, Forrest, can you tell the good drivers of the Twin Cities which vehicles Priority has available in their
2: lease-to-own program? Well, I'd really like my friend Bubba to help me with this. Forrest, we have dock trucks, tractor-trailer trucks, flatbed trucks,
4: curtain-side dock trucks, flatbed Moffat trucks, Ford Transit and Transit Connect Vans trucks. Hey, Forrest, shouldn't we have a shrimp truck, Bubba? I think you're on to something there. There you have it. Every kind of vehicle you could imagine all doing same-day deliveries in town. Call Priority right now, and we'll get you on the road. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us,
2: we deliver. There you go. Karen, are you still with us?
1: I'm still here.
2: Okay, I just wanted to make sure I, uh, because uh, Art said you do have to move on to your next interview, but I just want to come back and thank you. What a great honor it is to uh, oh. to, to talk to you about this. And uh, we we try to follow the rules. You know, if Art needs you to move on, you move oh, of on. But course. one of these days, we got to talk again. Karen, thank you for your thank time you. today. Uh, yes, uh, by the
1: <laughs> way, my website is karenknock.com if you want to
2: mention that or come back to that. We can do that. Karen, K-N-O-T-T-S com. Karen, thank you very very much. Appreciate your time. Thank you
1: for having
2: me. Bye. What a sweetheart of a person. Very nice. Isn't that great? Her father's a big TV star, big movie star, then back to big TV star. Didn't affect her. She's the nicest person on earth. She sounds
3: exactly like my neighbor. Really?
2: Mm. Or her dad.
3: So much like my neighbor.
2: I drove Andy Fisher nuts. Every time he'd do something, I'd
4: go, Andy, Andy, Andy. Andy, (laughs)
2: Andy, Andy. (laughs) Drove him crazy. See, now there's a good example for you, ladies and gentlemen. This is a woman who grew up in Beverly Hills. Well, first of all, in Glendale, then Beverly Hills. Family had a lot of dough. Father, very famous. Is she a complete pain in the ass? No, she's a great person.
3: Well, you never know. To us in an interview she could be lovely oh real life, wow she was wow as such
5: a kidding. pessimist
3: i'm totally kidding she seems like a- very very nice person. she really
2: does i tell you what though you bring talking uh, talking about the carol burnett deal that is so you do have that to play for for don on his 95th birthday oh, yeah. well, you
5: should find that so we can play that yeah. because
0: his birthday is coming up
5: again it was
2: almost exactly five years ago <clears throat> yet
5: another was, birthday yeah. coming around the corner
2: he's had a few <laughs> sure say had 95 of them keep happening that's another example though carol burnett one of the most successful TV people of all time and you yep. would never Arguably. know it You'd never yep. know it's nicest person. You'd ever want to talk to she mm-hmm. is
5: a I wonderful human being and I'm just Everybody who's ever worked with her, to my understanding, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's somebody that's disgruntled someplace. They just loved working with her.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, she had Harvey Corman, She had, you know, Tim... Uh, Tim, uh, Conway. Tim Conway. Tim Conway. I mean, that whole... Well, the way... Vicky, yes. Vicky, Vicky Lawrence. Vicki Lawrence. Vicky Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, she got... Right.
5: A, you know how she got on that show?
2: Who, Vicky Lawrence? Yeah. No.
5: She kept she kept writing to Carol Burnett, saying, Hire me. Please hire me. I really want to be on your show. I, I don't... I don't have hardly any experience. I don't know what I'm doing. But I know, I know, I can do this. And she was great. She hired her.
2: That's there. You go. That's Carol Burnett right there. And
5: she was, a f- she was fabulous on that show.
2: You know, a lot of times—nah, I shouldn't say a lot of times. Sometimes you ask people, could you just say a quick hello to my father, Don Brandt? It'd be nice to go. Oh, you know, I would, but I'm really not in a bind here. A lot of them won't do it. Nah, I shouldn't say a lot of. It. Some of them won't do it. Most of them will do it. But I mean, Carol Burnett was the biggest TV star of her time. Well, and, around, man.
5: and watching that show, they would crack up so hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, they would try to not crack up so hard. You could tell that they actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. That was that wasn't faking it. Yeah. There's just no way because they would just sit there and they would be. You could you could see that they were like biting the inside of their cheek, anything to try not to crack up.
4: No, she and Lucy were pretty iconic for female. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lucy was one of time. those
5: tortured people, yeah. though, where I think Carol Burnett just yep. enjoyed life. But they had a
4: lot of interaction between the two of them. Did they? Yeah, from what I was watching a documentary with Lucy, and they had a lot of, a lot of advice to give each other at different times. Oh. Huh. I yeah, didn't know that.
2: So. Carol Burnett had to sue somebody one time, a newspaper reporter, because he reported that she was drunk <laughs> and belligerent. And oh, yeah. And it wasn't, yeah. That's wasn't right.
4: true. Yeah, that's right.
2: It but never didn't happened. What, like, uh,
4: Didn't she have some possible? medical condition that was... Yeah, that might have been right. I think it was right a medical that. condition that, that they said was her drunk, but it wasn't. It was... Some something else that she had.
2: Oh. Carol, well, I, uh, how old
5: is Carol Burnett now? She's still around. Late
0: she's eighty-eight. Yeah, I
4: was going to say yeah. late 80
5: She's still writing and doing stuff and having. She's Brand giving talks and. What a sweetheart! It's unbelievable.
2: She is terrific. When she came out, what's that one scene when she comes out and she's supposed to be all dressed up in this fashion gown and it turns out to be a curtain rod? Oh, she was she was doing a
5: spoof on Gone, <laughs> with, the
2: wind. gone with the Wind. That's yeah. what it was. I mean, gone was with it. the Wind. With the Wind spoof. Yeah, she's wearing a curtain rod. And she, <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: was Bob Mackie her designer? Because I think, I think that, so. Yeah, it might have been where oh, really? where he got his start wow. was on her show. You
2: might be right. You might be right about that. Which, but she, that's speaking I'm
4: of that. designers, have you seen Cruella yet? No, such a good movie. That really gosh. is a good movie. It's a cartoon. No, it's not a cartoon. No,
5: it's not. It's no. not. It's live action. A cartoon. Yeah, it's live
4: you. <laughs> you you will like it when you watch it. I you will be shocked and you will like it. All right, I, I
2: can. I will, watch. I will I guarantee. I he it. would like it. I will guarantee he will like it. I like the women in it. They're both yeah. very good actors. Oh, they're well, First, just really the, good. the
5: car. The car. The car. Yeah, I'm, the car. I'm still madly in on, love. Oh, the they they're it's a car. really the great looking car. I know what it is. It's a good <laughs> car. It's Devil. It, what? It's a Deville. Yeah. It's really Deville. old, Deville. though.
4: Yeah, that's how they got the name. Oh, Bruella I
0: did not know that. Yeah. That's part of the movie, The Panther Deville. I, I should watch movie again. Devil.
3: Oh, that's right.
5: Now I remember.
3: We did watch that again. That's really funny because all morning I've been singing the Cruella DeVille. Song. Oh, yeah, it's a cool yeah. song.
4: Yeah.
6: Which yeah. I, I did that song what.
4: from it as a kid. I don't know why, but I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, that car is gorgeous. Isn't it yeah. the most
5: gorgeous Ooh. car?
4: But no, you should see that movie. It's a it's very, a really, very really good movie. movie. I was shocked how good that was. It's so good. Well, and and the soundtrack 60 is DeVilles, amazing. So, mm-hmm. 16 DeVilles.
2: One. There's only six in all
0: of, them? of the world.
5: Yes. Oh, wow. that's why it's so pretty. I yeah. <laughs> can't have, have, one? have one.
0: Every last one was hand built. Oh my, How wow. much did it
2: cost, Andy? Uh, I don't know. Let's if Let's see could even who has one. Jay Leno. He'll yeah, have, yeah, one. Jay one. Jay, one. Jay, have one. Yeah, Jay Leno loves one. Reggie right. Jackson. Probably. Reggie Jackson buys well, lots of one. Well, here's one that was
0: for auction. Let's see, when was this? Uh, 2013. Oh, wow. It was up for auction for 70000 and no one bought it. What?
6: What a huh.
5: bargain. What?
0: Bring it by, I'll buy it. Right? It was in Fort yeah. Lauderdale, too. It was? You could have bought wow. it.
5: Maybe it was oh in bad shape. God. Was it in bad shape?
0: It must have been. Well, the, by the picture, it looks fine to me. It, was through it had Sotheby's a cracked of course.
5: engine. suspension well, was yeah. falling I'm out. I'm sure it
0: probably didn't drive, if I had to guess.
2: I guarantee you, if I bought that car, I promise you, if I bought that car, I would buy the, one of those big wide-brim hats and wear it cock-like Al Capone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why don't you just do that in your mafia
5: car that you've got now? I have a
2: mafia car. Now I have a family vehicle. It was inspected and serviced by Jaguar. Uh, Yeah.
0: It's a beautiful car. 8,000 miles on it.
5: I'm, I'm not really a car you know like crazy person but that car
0: that's a great looking car it's like if
5: somebody gave me that car
3: I would, 000, I would like
0: dollars, it for yeah that's pretty crazy they're, <laughs> yeah, probably, looks, they're not worth very much money that's
2: interesting yeah, it looks it's really
5: nice right. oh it's just beautiful
0: i suppose you Nobody couldn't mean, it take
2: it anywhere that's trashed. the problem
5: well it's like the old jags they were very stylish cars i mean they really were you
2: know what you'd have to do with that you, you could literally if you lived on palm beach island you could
5: drive no that you car. can't drive that here
2: not here well, or, you don't want or off the island. You don't
5: want any salt spray on that
2: no, car. You <laughs> no, you don't.
5: <laughs> oh, there's a, Plus, people would spit
3: on you. There's one in England that's for sale for $125,000.
5: That's it? Or pounds. Yeah. God, oh. you would think that that so would be
3: like
4: millions. You can
2: any gas to run it, though. Right, my Did birthday's you? coming up, Catherine. I just want you to <laughs> They're know. They're like questioning
4: whether they can drive places in England right now because they don't know if they'll oh, get really? back because they can't get gas. Mm. Apparently it's a huge issue right now with gas in England. Have
5: you heard that there's a whole ton of ships <laughs> right on the yeah. coast yep. of California and they're not letting them get unloaded?
4: That's correct. Was new no, I know can, that was before uh, but that's happening again now.
5: Yes, and if, I mean and there's all these rumors on the internet that it's the Biden administration is forcing shortages for some strange reason oh, I don't know God. what that is. What did they
4: for I
5: don't know. I'm just. Why won't they unload the ships?
4: I don't know. Your I buddy. know. I know. Before there was an issue with dock workers and COVID, but that was earlier. I boy, I haven't heard anything They're recently outside, about that.
5: They use cranes. Uh, seems like it would be fairly safe. Outside. Fifty-six
0: cargo ships. Wow. Stuck Fifty-six and of them. off why? of the
2: and California coast. And it's coast. the
5: government. It's the admin. It's does the it Biden say administration why? saying that they can't unload them.
2: Um. There aren't any Haitians on them. Are are they saying
5: because the people haven't been tested on the ships? I mean, we're letting people in by the tens of thousands without being tested. Some
2: of them do have COVID, too. So,
0: yeah. Uh, Apparently, a lot of it is because of the labor shortage. It's a labor issue. So it is the government doing it. It's just Mm -hmm. not a direct, you know. to pay people not to work, they're not going to work. That's how it works. How does it? Ironically, that is how it works.
2: Ironically.
3: Dan, was at a Jimmy John's? the other day that's Fong lo, lost her first tooth on a Jimmy John's oh, sandwich. On a Jimmy John's
2: sandwich <laughs> exactly. It.
4: There
3: you go. Um she was eating and I heard a crunch and she looked at me was like had yeah. this blank stare and her tooth was just dangling there. Nice. Um but yeah on the door it was like they had just you could tell that the employees just printed this out like it was not approved by Jimmy John's I don't think and it was like due to the state of the world we are very short staffed. Mm-hmm. Please be kind to the people that did choose yeah. to sh- show up yeah. for work. I'm like, oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, the average uh, wait time per ship is eight days. Whoa. Wow.
5: So, I was at, yeah. a, I was at a fresh it, is time. Is
4: that normally a thing they no. used to do in one day?
0: Uh, uh, I'm guessing. I mean, yeah. that's a
5: huge port.
0: That's a very huge port, yes. Yeah. Wow.
5: Um, I was at a fresh time market and the woman, there was like, I don't know, eight people standing in line. And I said, could you please call somebody up? And she says, I would if we had anybody that yeah, showed people. up today other yeah. than me. <laughs>
0: oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, they have to stop with the unemployment. Yeah, when is that? They really yeah, do. yeah, they I really have to, to a stop. A lot of that.
5: states it has stopped, but Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota, of course. It up.
0: Yep, decided. Yeah. Keep I, paying people. I don't think to they're going to stop
5: it. Well, you they don't,
0: think... don't want people to work because they want small businesses to go out of business. Uh, so good. all the mega megacorps in their pocket can swoop in and take over everything. Oh boy! But a life.
3: (laughs) Did you hear um, how Joe Biden did a speech a few days ago or whatever? And he was talking about how in I think he was in Florida. I don't know. He was talking about Florida. He was talking (laughs) about how um, hurricane season is coming. Coming? Yeah. He's like, hurricane season is coming, and you want to know what the three that already hit? You know what he said? The best thing to do to prepare for hurricane season was what? Get vaccinated. Oh, my God.
0: Of course that's what he
2: said. <laughs> I, politicians, Dan just showed get me away the from the audio
3: me. last night, and he just started cracking up. Because he's like, this has just got to the point. It's names. really insane. <laughs> Where it does,
5: it's so ridiculous. Well, I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't say prepay is your taxes.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, Maybe. the hurricane season is coming, and the best thing you can do to prepare is to get vaccinated like, it like what would
2: be great if the, the, the hurricane came out and you're vaccinated just went like, right yeah. around nope, you yeah, if
0: much. you're stuck in your house because of a hurricane you're not catching anything you know what's oh so God. funny
5: is the national media gives florida like i mean it make i mean it's hilarious how very much time they spend Florida. on hating on Florida? It's a Republican. Va- vaccination rates in Florida are just as high as Minnesota. Yeah, they They're are. They're just as high. Yep. And people are, like, but so many people are dying. It's like there's a ton more people in Florida yep, than so you think. Market. Well, that's like when we For went almost to f- thirty million. It's yeah, like the yeah, fifth most, most people...
0: populous state, I think, or something yeah. like
2: third. Yeah, I no, think maybe it's fourth, the, maybe fourth.
5: I think it, it's gotten way up there. Let's
2: see. A lot of New Yorkers that like. Where we are in Palm Beach County. That's true.
0: They all go oh there. Oh, my it's God. Well, crazy. they all move they there. They move is the there. Third most populous yeah. state. Yeah, it's third most populous. Third most populous. It's over. It's, yeah. It beats out New York.
3: Yep. Well, that was like when we went That's there Texas, last week.
2: It's Texas, California. New York. We California, Texas, then California? Texas, then Florida. California, Texas, and wow. Florida. I have yeah.
5: no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: it's You weird. notice
2: they're all beneath the Mason-Dixon line where all the heat is? <laughs> well, mm. that's where everybody moved now. It's like, hey, it's warm down here.
4: But New York's fourth, isn't it?
2: New York is fourth? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the immigration And it's so, so much smaller.
3: New York is so much smaller. Pennsylvania is
2: fifth. Yeah, Pennsylvania yeah. would be fifth.
0: Not a close fifth, though. Oh, ah yeah. no, give me that <laughs> <laughs> knowing nod. He looks at me goes, yeah.
2: hey, there are two people. Oh, there's a person and a business. It's their birthday today, right? The, the business's birthday? Business? Yeah. A business's birthday and our friend's birthday. Today is Tino Lettieri's oh, birthday. Happy oh. birthday. Happy birthday, Martire. Tino. Tino. Lettieri, one of my favorite people in the world. He's a lovely man. He is. Married he to is. Louis and, actually, Francine and Louis' daughter. Thank you. I was like, yeah, he's not married Francine to Louis. Anything. I
5: would say that's fair.
2: <laughs> no, I, I was going to go Louis Francine, but I went Francine Louis just to piss him off. But, but in any case, no, uh, Tino is one of my favorite people on earth, just a lovely man. So what
4: birthday for a business?
2: Today's the 23rd birthday of... Anybody know? Mm-hmm. Um, no idea. 23rd birthday of Google. Really? That sounds about... Wait, really? No. That's
0: well, their 23rd Google or birthday. Alphabet Incorporated, because a lot of people don't know Alphabet is actually the company that owns that Google. That owns Google.
2: Google, I think, is the one that's 23 today. That'd wow.
0: Make, that would make more sense, because Alphabet, I'm pretty sure, is actually relatively... Oh, well, I mean, technically was founded in 2015, but, you know, the predecessor.
2: Mm. Yeah. But you did you find Google's 23?
0: Go. Google LLC? Oh, yeah, it's only 23 years ago. Wow.
2: See? Wow, so yeah, no, that whole... Uh...
0: So you said only
5: 23? So I wouldn't have thought it was 23. Well,
2: it's 1998. That was eight, seven, eight, nine oh, years after know. some of them already established. Uh, Yahoo, I'm pretty sure, is much older. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: Yahoo, I seem to
5: remember. But it can't be
0: that much older. Well, yeah, four might, years older, yeah. yeah. 47 yeah. years.
6: Hmm.
0: How about... Well, before that, it was like unless you were on a college camp, like a Ivy League college campus, or you were part of the government, yeah. you didn't have access to the internet. That's
5: true. So. How about Ask Jeeves? How old? Is Ask, how is how old is Ask, Jeeves? Ask Jeeves was that the, like the
0: first search engine? It was early? Uh, no, Yahoo was first. What? Yahoo how about was dogpile. First? When was Ask dogpile? Ask Jeeves was ninety six. So when, just in the middle. When
4: was dogpile?
0: Dogpile. What was dogpile? Also ninety six.
4: Ninety six. Really.
5: Ask yeah. Jeeves. What was that? What was another early one?
0: Uh, I don't know. I avoided
2: it like I do now.
0: We have someone on the phone. I don't know who. Someone
2: some random caller. In. Yep, Random caller. Hello. Who is it? Hey, it's Eric from, Denver. Eric from Denver. Eric from Denver. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Never better. What's the latest? Excellent.
4: Well, you guys were talking about the uh, ports earlier, and I had read... That the
1: uh, ships were out there because they don't have anywhere to put the product because there's
2: not enough trucks. The truck issue could be part of the truck issue as well. So, that's an unloading issue because there's nobody to unload them. It's a trucking issue. It's a parts issue. They got all these different Is this
5: called infrastructure?
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It used to be logistics. Infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So, Eric, do they have do they have an idea when this thing might be solved? When we might be back to normal?
1: No, no idea. Yeah, in the article I read, there was you know it's like anything else.
2: It's just it's a labor shortage. Mm. Yeah, it it is. And somebody told me for about the fifteenth time in the last two years that the trucking industry is going to shut down completely if they don't do something about it.
4: Well, uh, we were talking about this yesterday, and they said, you know, uh,
1: in Europe everything's near. The rivers, the oceans, but the railways, the railways are uh, phenomenal out there. And everything's shipped on the
2: railway. Right. I don't understand why we don't do that more in America, particularly in the western part of the country. There's just nothing out there, including people. Well, Eric, we appreciate you. On the road for the Tom Bernard podcast, Eric in Denver. See, I just gave you a reporter's (laughs) credit. What do you think?
4: That's, Thanks, guys. The Thank transportation <laughs> issue is a big difference on why you can have such low um, alcohol uh, limits in Europe because you shouldn't oh, be yeah. driving. yeah. Where, yeah. you know, the problem if you put it at, you know, one beer and you make that the uh, law in Minnesota or you make that law in the United States is is people don't have a way to get around. Yeah, they don't. You know.
2: Know? Yeah, I mean, it's it
4: is which is why we've been higher typically or we were 0.1 or 0.14 at one point and now we're 0.08 canada's got
5: a lot of space and they don't tolerate they've
4: got better transportation than we do in a lot of areas too that's right they do have a lot of rail yeah Yeah,
5: they do have a lot of trains i love
4: the cp trains and buses and you know we don't we just have never really gotten that kind of infrastructure done that (laughs) traveling other than in a couple cities
2: wasn't the rail the rail system here Primarily use the ship things. Yes, it was all shipping. Well, the East
5: Coast has really
0: great. Yeah, they do. They have good rail.
2: They do indeed, and the Bright Line's coming back, baby, next month. (laughs) Love the Bright Line. It's
0: not made by Amtrak, is it? No. No, it's made by. You heard about that? What the derailment in Montana killed three people.
4: Killed three people. Yeah. Yeah.
2: One of the cars flipped over.
0: Derail. In yeah,
4: the year 2021. I, <clears throat> I do
2: wonder
0: sometimes how that happens. Yeah.
4: <laughs> like strange. you're on a rail and then suddenly you're up. I mean, yeah. The like superhero will come by and pop you yeah. over or something, I don't you know. know.
5: Is, it, is it because the tracks are in poor shape? Is it because operator well, i don't error?
4: I It has something to do I mean, with the tracks or the wheels. I, I don't, mean, don't think something. they've said Gotta yet. They haven't yeah. figured it out.
2: But yeah. it is odd. Yeah.
3: A villain came and. <laughs>
2: One of the cars literally flipped over on its roof. Oh, God. That had some speed going, baby. Oh, yeah.
4: Well, I still remember that train I took in from the airport to where you guys are. Where oh, I yeah. took the wrong train? Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, really? you took the
5: Tri Rail. I took
4: the other one. It's like there's Garbage. no way Catherine was on this one. <laughs> no, <laughs> no there God. was not. I mean, I thought I was in, you know. Yeah. The Tri Rail country, is you know? yet again one
5: a, st- a state train.
4: State I mean, it worked, but, the one time it works,
3: my, but it's, it's disgusting. The one mm-hmm. time in my marriage that I was like, I might leave my husband.
6: Was,
5: <laughs> was over the, the
3: Tri Rail. Mm-hmm. It kept breaking down. It broke down five times oh. from Fort Lauderdale to West Palm Beach, and Palm was baby, Ray. and we had been trapped. It was I like a horrible thing. I did it was thing. so horrible. And Everybody like-
5: uses it. To Dan, especially to go to the airport yeah, everybody Dan does they, use
4: it a do. lot of people were on that train <laughs> yes. with me yes. a lot of bags a lot of stuff yep. a
5: lot of people
3: still haven't <laughs> <been, laughs> forgiven my mother for telling us to
4: take it no, <laughs> see, i don't think they tell people to take that's it a, they just don't sk- tell people there's two options yeah you know? well there you wasn't another that, option no there wasn't oh, there, and yeah, then yeah, there was at wasn't that point scandinavian
3: grudge I call it. Oh, he'll. St- yeah, he'll still be yeah, like. yeah. He'll i will be just- mad for the rest why of his she life. Just pick us up, <laughs> Mike.
2: <I'm> <clears throat> I don't know. You know what I love about that? Is you has got Tri Rail, which I've never been on. I've never even well, been on Tri Rail. Mm-hmm. go on it. And then you got Brightline, which they bring you a cocktail, right. a sandwich, a little dessert. Mm. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> it's like, European like, train. It's well, a European You told drink. me that. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for my cocktail <laughs>
4: my Where's my, my
5: cocktail?
4: Where, where's, <laughs> where's my cocktail? I don't know that be- I would eat or drink anything <laughs> on this thing. Uh,
0: yeah,
3: the only way you're going to have a cocktail on the Tri Rail is if you drink it out of a paper
0: bag. <laughs> yeah, pretty much true. One of those pre-mixed cocktails. Yep. Yep.
5: Mm-hmm. I did, fireball. Yeah. And, uh, I remember a friend of mine decided to take the Amtrak. She was so excited. She mm-hmm. was going her husband and their two little twins were going to take a cross-country trip mm-hmm. on the Amtrak, mm-hmm. and they were so excited. They got the overnight car, blah, oh, blah, blah. They were going to go out to see some friend in Seattle or someplace, and she said she got on the train, looked at their car, and started to cry. Oh.
6: Oh. Yeah. Really?
5: She said it was dumpy, oh, God. disgusting, yeah. Yeah. old, shitty, hmm. and it. very expensive. Oh, my gosh. And very expensive. Yeah,
0: Melissa wants <laughs> to take a train trip one of these days, and I'm like, are there any non-gross ones? I don't know horrible. if you There's can.
4: There's some cool ones in different, I mean, Chicago's got to I'm here, I don't know. <laughs> Used we, went to Banff. we went in Bamf. We went in in different yeah.
3: countries. Yeah. Like we took on our yeah, honeymoon. The Canadian Pacific. Is yeah, nice. on our honeymoon mm. we went from Germany to Sweden to Denmark. Yeah, on a train. And it was like the train got on a boat and all this stuff. And the we train spent got the on the a night. boat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the train went wow. on a boat they and then we went. they have to it over to the. <laughs> the
0: island. train on a boat. Yeah. Yeah, really? it's wow. an island. Seems very inefficient. Seems like yeah. having
4: a train here and a train there would be easier, but you know. Well, like it was
3: like to get from Sweden to Denmark, you have to take a boat. Well, I understand that. That
4: and is why so,
2: you get off the train. But get on s- the boat. but then you just, the put, yeah, it's
3: then you just pra- actually the
2: pretty cool. Train just goes on the track. With those it little wheels. How many cars? How many cars are there on the? Boat?
3: I don't. There were like a couple hundred people on the boat. Really? Yeah, and you just like got off. It was a huge <clears> ferry, and there was like a, <throat> a restaurant and a bar and duty free area and all that stuff. And yeah, we took it and we slept on it. It was really nice. The, I mean, yeah. the bed, the room was. Minuscule I'm sure And the beds It was like a bunk bed situation That fold up and down No Those ones didn't fold They were Hmm. Permanent But the room was tiny But it was like You didn't really spend much time In your room No other than right. sleeping.
2: We gotta take a break. Look at that. Right on time. What Whoa. do you think of that? We'll be right back with hour two and of course an hour two. kostaki time. He's gonna be whining about the Vikings. I can get
4: if Vikings. Oh, Atlanta won. one two, What? We're to Where? Atlanta Atlanta well. beat Atlanta beat um. Did Atlanta win yesterday? Is this the first time in the Damn history it. of Kostaki being on the
5: show that b- nah. both of our teams won, Probably. won the same weekend? A years ago. Did it happen? Yeah, a
4: couple of years ago. They, oh. they both were pretty good. I Falcons. Were. But I'm pretty sure Falcons won yesterday, I think. What? We'll find out.
2: We'll be back with Kostaki in the second hour.